Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with spiritual connection specialist and holistic life developer, Karen Cleveland. Her goal is for everyone out there to live the life of their dreams through teaching financial freedom classes, self-mastery classes, and her life mastery membership over the past seven years. Karen has developed tools and methods that have been proven to work time and time again, offering tangible benefits to those who work with her. She is also the host of Connectedness Podcast where she often hosts guest experts in the fields of spirituality, self-improvement, and connectedness. Enjoy this interview. Okay, excellent. Well, Karen, it's great to meet you. Thank you for taking a minute out. Before we get into your life as a spiritual connection specialist and and your life and holistic life development, I want to know the last three years with COVID has been quite a thing for everyone. It's it's worked its way in everyone in a certain way, and I'm wondering how you survived that pandemic era and how it's changed the way that you approach your life and business now that we're coming out the world's waking up. So I was able to maintain that. So every morning I was able to still do the same thing. I was working for an outside company at that time and I had been going to work and I just um, moved back inside to my own home, which uh, fit perfectly for me. But And it actually helped me establish a work routine at home for what would later become my, you know, my own business routine. I, I kept in contact with people, you know, as much as possible. Even though we weren't going out, we weren't seeing other people. We did get set up on Zoom meetings and had had cocktails together over Zoom. So it was precarious at times, and, and it wasn't always fun. But it's really great to be on this other side of it, coming out to uh, what is a new normal. Nothing's the same as it was. Still learning how to navigate this post-pandemic social life and business life. So to get a better handle on exactly what you do daily and for for a living, I'm going to put you hypothetically in front of a bunch of third graders at a career day. And one one of the kids is going to look up at you and say, what do you do for a living? How do you answer that child? Ah, good question. Yeah, that's awesome. I would t- I would let them know that I talk to a lot of people on the phone or via video. Sometimes I go out in person, I talk to them in person, and I just give them ideas about how they could have a happier life. So I might tell them some things they could do when they're feeling upset, when they feel like they didn't get the 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 goal or or the dream that they were trying to reach for maybe they didn't get selected for the basketball team or something like that i would give them some ideas of what they could do to help one improve their chances next time but also how how to not be so upset at this time and i would also some of the other things that i would do you know that i would explain is that i I like to talk to people and sometimes just asking them questions and listening to them about what they think about things and think about life and how they feel. Sometimes that just helps other people too. And I I get a lot of enjoyment out of that. So when you were in the third grade or when you were a kid, what was your dream that you wanted to become when you grew up? I wanted to be a teacher. I I wanted to be a teacher. I played teacher quite a bit in my house at that time. 
So I would say what you're doing right now is probably dream realized. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. And it's been the long route around because I was actually discouraged by my brother of being a teacher because um, he told me they didn't make enough money. So it wasn't a dream to pursue. Yet somehow, even though I didn't go to college for and got any kind of teaching certification or degree, somehow I've always been teaching in all of my jobs and, you know, in churches, whatever. I have found a way to teach, and that's uh, I, I'm absolutely a teacher. That's one of my, like, archetypes as a teacher. Let's get to the root of how this all started and how it all happened for you. Let's go back to where you were born and raised. And what were some of the seeds in childhood that were sprinkled and planted that grew into who you are today? Yeah, I was born in the Seattle area in the suburbs. I had a, I, I, I would call it typical Catholic upbringing in that we went to church and we went to the school, but we didn't necessarily do anything at home um, that was spiritual in any way. Um, low-key camping vacations, getting together with friends on occasion and relatives. But I think what was what was constant throughout is openness. Um, my parents were welcoming of every kind of person. I never really heard them talk badly about you know any any other people, even if they had ideas that they didn't like. They they might not have liked their ideas, but they accepted the person. So I was able to be curious, I think, about life in general. And when I started exploring different philosophies, ideologies, religions, I can't say they liked that very well, but... But it kind of grew from from what I had learned as a child and and able to satisfy myself. So in my own learnings, I was able to go out and, and explore what I wanted to explore. I, they, I, it, I guess I was very fortunate to have open-minded parents that led that, you know, into my siblings and, and into my life, into my children's life, not to be, not to just shut something down without, exploring it first. So in your journey in life, who has consistently been a role model or someone that you've admired or looked up to? Um, I don't know if there's just one person. And there's aspects of my dad. He was the forever entrepreneur. And I've even while having jobs my entire life, I've also always had a business on the side. Just never knew what it was. There's aspects of my mother, for sure, who's been determined and steadfast and keeps everything organized. I've had several workplace mentors, and actually one of my very first jobs, I don't keep in contact with her anymore, but I could see what an excellent manager she was. And she really, she really uh, helped people find their strengths and, and brought them out in the workplace. So 
Oh, no matter what I've done since then, you know, that was one of my first jobs, and that was, let's just say, more than a few years ago. Uh, I've kept her in mind as I'm working with other people in really how to be diplomatic and help the, the either the organization or the core project at hand while um, allowing people to shine and do that. So if you can meet anybody alive on the planet right now and spend a little time with them, who would it be? Nah, I, who would one person alive on the planet right now? Um, I, I'm going to have to say that I have several mentors right now that I would love, or, you know, not, not true mentors that I don't talk to them. I would love to meet, but I'm actually going to go with the Dalai Lama uh, and um, would love to just sit and chat and, and pick his brain about a few things. But also the Pope. This Pope that we have is, is differently unlike any other. So, yeah. I just saw a documentary or a, uh, not a documentary, I saw a trailer about a documentary on him and it looks pretty fascinating. Um uh- on the Pope or on on the Pope on the Pope, yeah. 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 Did you see so. two Popes? No, I didn't. I want to. It's on my yeah. list. I'm curious. You know, every day we wake up, we have things that we want to do, things we want to accomplish. What's the driving force? What motivates you through a day? And subsequently, how do you quantify a good day at the end of the day? Well, my driving force is that I, I feel like I feel. Um, Sometimes I feel like I'm feeling the pain of the world. I've been in a position that I have really struggled, that I was unhappy, and that life just was miserable. Just bottom line, it was miserable. And I don't want other people to feel like that because not only for their sake, but also for the sake of the world because the more people that are down and miserable, the the it affects all of us. And so it it really, when I hear about people that I know there are things that could change in their life because I finally figured it out and listened to people and did it myself, um, I really want them to know that there is something we can do. It's going to be okay. There is hope. There is something that can be done. So that is what keeps me going sometimes when I don't really want to work. I I think, you know, is there just one person that needs to hear something I have to say? You know, I don't need to, to change the world to solve all the world's problems, but maybe there's one person out there that could hear what I have to say today. And then at the end of the day, it's honestly a to-do checklist. I make my checklist the night before. It's like, here's what I want to get done tomorrow. Um, although, if I don't get anything checked off that list, but someone has told me thank you or someone has sent a note of appreciation, that's just as good as checking off my, my to-do list. So if you have a dream tonight right into the younger version of yourself, like in your 20s, and you could give that version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom you've gained over your life, what would you tell that version? Don't listen to them. <laughs> Pay attention to what you are feeling inside. Pay attention to those things that you think are are where you should be because you're right. And do it now. Follow it now. 
So what's the thing that you've done in life that you're the proudest of? When you look back and think about all of the things that you've been through and you've accomplished, what are you the proudest of? I think that the biggest thing that took a lot of personal work because I thought I was never, ever going to be able to do such a thing was to buy my own house as a single woman. I... I don't know why I I don't I I wondered where I got the belief that a single woman couldn't buy a house but somewhere I got it. And so when I finally realized I could do it. It's people single women buy houses all the time. Um and then took the steps to do what I had to do to buy it. I think that was very one of my proudest moments for sure. What's been one of the best client responses, fan letters you've ever gotten? Oh, gosh darn. I, you know what? I had it sitting on my desktop for the longest time. But um, it said, and I don't anymore. I'm just clicking really fast. No, it's not there. It, it, it said to the effect of, I am so grateful because I had such a crappy relationship with my daughter. And... As I talk, as she talked with me more, again, I don't remember her exact words. I'll paraphrase. We, we talked it out for actually several weeks. It had nothing to do with her achieving any of her other goals, some of the, you know, like her money goals or her career goals. It was her relationship with her daughter. She realized, you know, a lot about herself and where her limitations were and that they were actually coming together more often. So actually having the relationship she wanted with her daughter, I thought it was very touching and fantastic because it's family. So everyone out there has a perception of you, an idea of who they think you are, your family, your friends, colleagues, clients, but you live your life. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Yeah, absolutely. I I visualize I vision myself as the hand holder that I'm I'm there with you let's go through it together you know I might need to give you some tips I'm a guide a little bit but I'm with you wonderful Karen if anyone out there wants to learn more about you hire you anything related to your world where's the best place for them to go uh, on the on the World Wide Web you can find me at revkarencleveland.com that's R-E-V K-A-R-E-N-C-L-E-V-E-L-A-N-D.com and also on your favorite podcast at Connectedness Podcast. So Excellent. Karen, hey, thank you very much for taking some time out. It's great to get to know you. Good luck with everything. All right. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to chat with you. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino. We'll cover the world of art, literature, spirituality, business, music, and more from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. Find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time.